On tonight's episode of Staggering Stories. Keith, Keith, don't, don't do that, Keith. Yeah. Keith, Keith, that is please don't put it away. Please don't do that. Yeah, no, Keith, Keith. Adam's may be smaller, but there's no need to get carried away. <laughs> Please arrive. He'll save the day. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... Not Scott. No. no, no actually, no. no. You know, no. Scott went to Pride on Saturday and hasn't been seen no. since. He's had a good, had a good time. time. They, they had the, uh, the Pet Shop they Boys, They did have the Pet they? Shop yes. Boys, and that mm. people kept putting clips of that up on Facebook, yeah. and that it, looked really good. It has been mentioned that it's probably the best ever Pet Shop Boy concert there has ever been. Uh, no. I mentioned that to you and Five Guys while we were having a yes. milkshake. Yes, you did. Mm. Milkshake from Five Guys. Down, Keith, down, down, Keith, Keith, down. He's got a very far away look on his face. He has. Mm. <laughs> chocolate stains. <laughs> they were worth it. Mm. Anyway, without further ado, chocolate stains besides. <laughs> it's the news with El Presidente. Hellboy news. Hellboy. Film reboot coming. Some may remember the two Hellboy films of the mid to late noughties, starring Ron Perlman as the eponymous demon and directed by... Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Films. Yep. Well, forget about those two, as Hollywood wants some fresh blood for a reboot of the film series based on Mike Mignola's original comic. Say that again. Mignola. <laughs> Say that very well. The new Hellboy is to be played by David Harbour, probably best known these days as Stranger Things chief cop Jim Hopper. Yep. Mm, the okay. hop. Taking over from the terminally unavailable John Hurt as Professor Broom Adam. is Lovejoy himself, Ian McShane. Shane, oh. also known more recently as Mr. Wednesday on American Gods, and Al Swearingen, Swearingen? Yep. He did a lot. Swearingen. On Deadwood, and also a thoroughly nice chap mm. on Game of Thrones, who naturally was dead within an episode. Yeah. He last year. Was it one, two? <laughs> one, no. one, not even one episode. Was it not even one? Uh... Neil Marshall is taking on directing duties, whose first film was Dog Soldiers, and more recently won a directing award for his work on Game of Thrones. Ooh. Speak, Ooh. Adam, can I watch Game of Thrones now? Uh, no. No. We're in the of a podcast. As you might expect from this, the film is expected to aim for an R rating in America, likely a 15 or 18 in the UK. Filming of Hellboy, colon, Rise of the Blood Queen <laughs> is starting in a few weeks, spread across the UK mm. and Bulgaria with an eye to a 2018 release date. Bulgaria? Mm. So a colon yeah. and an eyeball. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I like the original two. They films. were good. They were good. That Freddy casting died. doesn't sound too bad either. Yeah. So because uh, um, certainly, uh, what's his name, David Harbour, seems to have worked out, shown his acting chops in Stranger Things. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. I said yeah. that when I was reading things out. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we watched the, that the other day, the, the, didn't we? we? I, I introduced Gene to the first four episodes ah. of Stranger Things. Yeah. 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 yeah, but there again, I mean, the first the two Hellboy films starring Ron Perlman, they were very good. I, mean, I have. Yeah, I do not indeed. have a problem with them. I do no, not. I mean, what's the second one called? Hellboy 2. Thank you. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, it's it, called something. But no, where um, we had Luke Gosses, the uh, baddie. Yes. I like Dog Soldiers as well. I've seen that. So Concept I like his directing style. Yeah. British director too. So. Yeah. 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 It's Go quite bigger. dark, but it does yeah, have it an a, element of humour to it. It had Sean Pertwee in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, no, look forward to seeing that. Mm. Huel Bennett. Yes. Dead. Yes. TV's Mr. Croup. Yes. Huel Bennett has eaten his last Asian ceramic, dropping dead at the age of 73. Mm. Bennett hit the big time, at least as far as Doctor Who is concerned, with his first TV character, Arinian the Aridian. (laughs) Say that three times fast. In the second episode of the William Hartnell story, The Chase. Mm. Despite that iconic role, he is probably best known to UK audiences for playing the title character... Shelley. ...of ITV's Shelley for ten seasons until 1992. In 2000, he played a character called Pete, Ty- <laughs> Pete Tyler in The Bill. His last Tyler. TV role before retirement was in 2007 as a guest in Peter Davison's series, The Last Detective. Mm. So his first TV thing on Doctor Who, his last thing with a Doctor actor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to quite like Shelley. Yeah. yeah. I have an addendum. An addendum. Oh, yeah. addendum. addendum. Lay it on us. Someone else who knew Peter Davison quite well. Ah, his his hand up it. Robert Hardy. Yeah, oh. dead. Age 91, nice which is a thoroughly yeah, good that's a good that, Yeah, Hard to believe he's that old, frankly. Yeah. Well, he's been around forever, hasn't he? He has, he but was... he didn't look that old back in Harry Potter no. a few years ago. No. In where he played Cornelius Fudge, the Minister, <laughs> minister for yeah. Magic. Um, he taught Peter Davison how to put his hand up a cow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and apparently they actually who... did put their hands yes, up they did. cows. And yeah. if anyone and wants to go to the Mary Rose exhibition at Portsmouth Historic Dockyard, there's some film there of him working with some of the many, many longbows they bought up from the seabed mm. To uh, work out the the dynamics of a longbow because he was a longbow expert. Yes, was he really? Yes. Absolutely yes. fascinating bloke. Mm-hmm. Wow. His other roles, he had a career that spans uh, seventy years, year, more than seventy years. Mm. Theatre, television, and film. Yeah, and the BBC haven't listed them. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Mm. Oh, don't know some crap for the Royal Shakespeare Company. <laughs> <laughs> All those hacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, most recently. In 2015, he took the lead role of Winston Churchill in Winston Churchill, 100 Days That Saved Britain in 2015. I don't think the 100 Days were in 2015. <laughs> no, I think we were years earlier. <laughs> Oh, he was really, really grumpy as tri- as a secret Farnan, but yeah. he was, yeah, he was. He lovely. had his moments. Yeah. Mm. Anyone else? I have an addendum. Addendum. Oh, yeah. addendum. Someone else dead? No, no, no. We have recently found out, or I have recently found out anyway, that uh, Princess Leia Organa dead had a PhD. Oh Ooh. yes, I saw that. Princess Leia, yes. or Carrie Fisher. No, Princess Leia, or the equivalent. Or the equivalent yeah. of the what? Space equivalent you'd you'd of expect yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, she got it when she was nineteen. Quite early. Yeah, that for is, a PhD. that is very. She must early. have been just before New Hope. She was only about <laughs> yeah. that age. Yeah. She? yeah. How did we figure this out? Because surely all of the records. Why did kept, we figure this out? Kept, were, kept, were kept or destroyed when her homeworld was. Mm. Blown 
blown up. What? No, not that. Copies would have been kept at Coruscant, which is the seat of government. What person with far too much time on their hands came up with this? It's actually mentioned on the commentary for A New Hope. Okay. Which was recorded years ago, presumably. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. why is it only coming out now? Uh, I've got no idea why. Maybe listen to that commentary. Hang on, hang on. You, you have to wait a time. I've got to press the link to open it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to press the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I've heard that um, It was yeah. It was on. Uh, Lucas mentioned it on a 2004 commentary. What? Okay. The people have only just noticed. Well, yeah. yeah it's sort of. It's only it's just been picked years, up yeah. by a doctor, Becca Harrison. Becca, dude. Yeah. You've got better things to do. <laughs> well, you didn't become a doctor by wasting your time fanning around with things like this. It's Apparently actually in a did. tweet. The tweet that she has put out is, hang on, wait a minute, Leah had a PhD in Star Wars. Christ, can you imagine having everyone call you princess when you're actually Dr. Organa? Oh, I see. It's, it's a feminist thing. Yeah. Right, okay. In what, do we know? Sorry? What? Oh, no, no, it, it, does, it doesn't mention here, yeah, degree I don't think. Yeah, degree in what? Yeah. Um... Don't encourage. <laughs> Becca's got other work to be doing. Uh, apparently this suddenly freaked out the internet. No, when it very was, when it was re- out the no, internet. When it was rediscovered. I'm, I'm reading the article. So I, can only, <laughs> okay, right, okay. I can only go by what the information I've been supplied with by the article. Uh, you weren't <laughs> supplied with it so much as blatantly stole it. Well, actually, it wasn't blatantly <laughs> stole it. It's uh, actually sitting here just about 10 minutes ago thinking freak I haven't got bombed us <laughs> I haven't got anything for my addendums I better look through the I, internet I cream is good for them <laughs> yeah. no that's for the rush there's rash. no role play game releases or anything oh there is but I've been banned from saying that because you know <laughs> I haven't banned you from saying anything I might just... as well have oh did so we're gonna go oh, I love that little, little quiver in his voice Hello. You've rolled your eyes at me. After there is daggers, daggers in my heart. <laughs> oh, can we get on with Please this podcast? With I have another addendum. Oh, um, all right. Is this a role-playing one? <laughs> no, no, no. This is continuing Star Wars. Oh, Ooh. you probably won't be interested because you won't actually recognise the character. I barely did. Okay, um, I said because you not Porkins. <laughs> it's not Porkins. It's, Soy Snootles. It's one of the characters that was known as Santa. 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 Yeah. Santa. It's one of the background characters from A New Hope. Mm. Okay. Are you getting yeah. a Night not Before a new, Christmas? Not a, new, not a New Hope, sorry, The Return of the Jedi. Are okay. you getting Jedi muddled up with A Night Before Christmas? No, I'm not getting Jedi <laughs> I know the plots up. are quite similar. Yeah. I'm not getting yeah. mi- mixed up. I think it was Santa. It was a character called Sant. He was a... Sant. So not Sant. Not Sant. Well, no. yes, totally different yes and no, because he had a white snowy beard and he was named uh, after uh, Santa. Sant. What's happened to Sant? Well, they they he got wiped out when they Disney Santa. when Disney bought the property. He got wiped out along with everything else as they redid no. all the redid all the backstory. <laughs> and now they have just in in Star Wars Rebels have introduced a character called Captain Rix, who is one of the last remaining clones. So he's uh, got a big, white, bushy beard. Right. So they have actually, uh, they've said, actually, yes, this character was the one in Return of the Jedi. Okay. Oh, what did he do? He is one of the troops, one of the rebel troops. He is, he's one of the rebel troops. Okay. Imagine if he converted to a stormtrooper and tried to get that beard into that mask. Yeah, that'd be tricky. That'd be really difficult. Itchy, I thought. I would have thought, mm. yeah. Any more news? <laughs> Good. 
We have been engaged in a conflagration of mm. dexterous discourse of absolutist recordings of Jago and Lightfoot with the co-adjutant of Leela, Ella and the Doctor engaged in a phantasmagoria of articulatural distractions of enigmatic jeopardy, conundrums and thrills. Um, mm. Do you mean we've been listening to Jago Lightfoot uh, box set number four? Yes. fell asleep but when was the doctor in them he was dis- he was professor gray he, no, he, was disguised, he was disguised as professor dark oh see I, 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 was, I listened up to professor dark had arrived but i didn't realize he was the doctor i think yeah, i was yeah, asleep because because no. he's <laughs> in the first it's that in the first one and then he's mainly in the last one the mm, last because one. it's it's the doctor as number six nobody mm. else recognizes him no, that's cool i just doctor. wondered if it was yeah. colin baker or the doctor because yes. i was going to say if it was just professor dark he was playing it very much like the doctor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes it was yeah. the colin baker yes oh that's quite good the fact that i wasn't sure yeah is he meant to be a different character yeah because yeah, that's um, that's what i thought when i first started listening it does yeah. does hark back slightly to the first season of Benny before the Doctor Who's got started, and you had Colin Baker playing the Russian. Mm. Oh, when he plays the Russian, the Russian, yeah. He sounded. He started to sound a bit like Gru. His accent, <laughs> really his accent oh, was slipping, and he he, um, he was sounding very like Gru. <laughs> better than that yeah <laughs> i i think out of all the ones i've listened to so far i'm up to box set number eight of 13 blimey 13 series this yep. yeah this has been my favorite group of stories okay so far i've listened to the odd one or two jago yeah. and nutfoot but i haven't heard any of the box sets but this group of four has made me want to go back and yeah. listen to them. Mm-hmm. There's a nice story arc, and you know that there's something going on in the background with the characters that are appearing. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, but the, the two misters. The yes. two misters, mm. yes. But it's still four good stories. Yes, yeah. Mm. yeah. And they're all very different. I did like the um, beautiful things, the twist on the Dorian Gray yeah. and the fact yes. that it had oh, an old yeah. coward in it mm. and yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> that was quite well Not done. Not Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde, sorry. Because there is a beautiful scene where you have Jago, who is always very <laughs> verbose and loves his language. Mm being out verbose by uh, Oscar, Oscar Wilde. Wilde yeah, yes. completely out Because there are a lot yeah, of P's. Yeah, there's, mm, a, there's mm, virtually yes. a whole paragraph of nearly every other word starts with P. Mm, yeah. I mean, one th- one thing I was doing uh, a couple of nights back was um, this actually prompted me to watch uh, The Talons of Wen- uh, Wen yeah. Chiang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was a very... Well, I mean, I'm not so up to uh, episode four at the moment. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple of scenes that did have me hooting with laughter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean... Yeah. Yes. Um, but there again, I mean, I must say the giant was very convincing actually <laughs> for its time for its time yeah. yes but the thing was I mean Wing Chiang he was walking around wearing a cape and a gimp mask yeah yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I couldn't quite. Why not? <laughs> well, he's down in that. He's down in that cellar all the time. Yeah, I couldn't quite. Yeah, sort of, I couldn't Dungeon. quite work out whether he was into S and M or he was a Mexican wrestler. I mean, <laughs> well, what I love is these with these discs is they've 
stepped directly off mm. the TV set into the audio. They have. There, oh, there yeah. is, for the characters, the, it's 40 years? Uh, yeah. 40 for the actors, it's just gone 40 years yeah. yeah. since yeah. Talons of Wang Chiang. Yeah. Yeah. The characters, yeah. Talons yeah. of Wang Chiang yeah. is a matter of months mm. ago. Yeah, yeah, but for the actors, it, it's 40 years distance, but yeah. there is no difference in the, the way they play them. The, mm. the no. chemistry works very yeah. well between oh, yeah. the two of them. Yeah. One thing I did notice was, I mean, it seems very pertinent at this particular moment in time with the was the episode was it Beautiful Things yeah. you know, yeah. the Oscar Wilde Oscar run yeah. this year marks the 50th year of the partial decriminalisation yeah. of homosexuality in, mm. in uh, England and um, it was either Jago and Lightfoot said at the end of, end of that episode sort of that he did mention the love that dare not speak its name yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else thinks it but it sort of hints that uh, Lightfoot might be gay I don't know if anyone <laughs> picked that up but possibly he, he, he had sympathy for the lifestyle yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think the hint was more that the inspector was gay. Inspector? He's Be- married. Yeah, <laughs> Sergeant Quick. Sergeant Quick, Quick. because nah. because everything suddenly came to light and Sergeant Quick was very interested in it and there was just a little hint that... Oh, really? I didn't pick up yeah. on that. Okay. <laughs> but the, f- the first one, Jay, go in love. Yeah. I, this was quite interesting with the whole thing with the, the fracturing of personalities yeah. in mirrors yeah. and Jay go falling infatuated. <laughs> yeah. and, but also, it brought out, I can't remember the name of the actor, but you heard Lightfoot in a different light. Mm. Trevor Baxter. Right. Thank, thank you, uh, Trevor Baxter. He was, act- he was acting a different personality, a when different he yeah. character. When he played the girl. When he played the girl, yeah. yeah. Certainly with my fault is you see an actor and that's how they're locked in your mind mm. and you don't anticipate other sides of them. Yeah. And mm. the end of it where the, the love interest disappeared yeah. in sand that mm. left me curious as yes. to who she was what was going on mm. so whilst it was a standalone story the way and you could listen to it on its own the way it finished led me into what was going on with this whole demonic forces and all the rest yeah. of it. it it made me want to follow the the tracked through the entire box set mm. yeah. yeah yeah and I it mean, sort of introduces mr hardwick and mr kingston that's and, right yes. yeah which are two wonderful Sapphire and Still esque yes. villains. Yeah. Harking back to uh, Talons of Wing Chiang again. The character who plays uh, Mr. Jago, I just get the impression he is a young man trying to portray an older man. I mean, the character is doing that or the actor is doing that? Um, yeah, the actor is always. He's, portraying a man in his 60s but how old was he when um oh just for benjamin i'm not yeah. sure i mean how old was he when sort of those episodes were filmed i think i must think have must have been a, they're both from somewhere in their 40s i think yeah at that time that. yeah that's, that's the impression i got he was portraying a man in his six well sort of late 50s early 60s I and mean, he thought mm. that's just the impression i got well, at least he's, he was the theater manager so mm, there's right, a very yeah. various amounts of um pomposity mm. and also people were older then yeah. than they are with equivalent mm. age now. Yeah. I know that sounds daft, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, at one time, at 40 years old as a woman, you were a spinster mm. and you were because of your lifestyle. But yeah. nowadays, most 40-year-old women do not look like our oh, grandparents did at 40. Mm. Um, but you've got Jay going in love with the beautiful things, which is this really nice yeah. Dorian Gray one. The Lonely mm. Clock. This is the one where they end up getting trapped on a train oh, going yes. nowhere. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. On yeah. the circle line or, or would become the circle yeah. line. Yeah. 
it's definitely slightly neverwhereish. Yeah, well, yeah. it reminded well, like as you said previously, it reminded me of Sapphire and Steel. Sapphire and Steel, definitely yeah. Sapphire and Steel. Yeah, I get that from all of this. It's a very strong vibe, but that one. Yeah, they, they look out the windows and they see the, yes, they see all the people on the platform frozen in mid mid action. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And was it Winnie O'Connor, the character, and she's sort of like in more than one place yeah. at one time? Mm, that's right. Yeah, she's a temple duplicate. Mm. Yeah, and that that was quite an interesting story, and it, the fact you had the Jago and Lightfoot trapped in one place although going around in circles yeah. and Leela trying to then play the Doctor character yeah. almost in the rescuing mm. and getting everyone yeah. involved oh, and Ellie yes bailing everyone out as well. that was yeah. one thing I found out about Leela in these episodes I mean she was all, it, it sounded like she was almost parodying herself to a certain extent because uh, this in her timeline this would have been after she's left the fourth Doctor mm. and before the Time War so she's a Gallifreyan agent yeah, so, she's working mm, the CIA. Or, yes. Yeah. yeah, so she was just coming up with her stock phrases and sort of things, or you know, kill, kill everybody. And, uh, well, some of that is probably, she suddenly, Victorian London was quite a, a dangerous place to be. Mm. So it might be re-triggering some of her very early mm. primeval characteristics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, she, she's out of her depth. Mm. Yeah. Fall back on what you know. Stab, mm. kill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't think you could change Leela too much and no. have her still be Leela. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's what I mean. You've got a very fine line with the character. Yeah. Having said that, though, they have all the, the big finished stories have expanded her. Oh, yeah. Mm. Quite a lot. Yeah, but there again, because the Doctor wasn't in it, he wasn't exerting his, well, you could say, sort of calming. Prof- Professor Higgins yeah. exerting his um, calming influence. And then the last one in the set, the Hourglass Killers. Yes. Mm. Again, mm. that to my mind, that one was another sort of sapphire and steelish with them basically caught in, in a sand glass. Mm. Yeah. A giant hourglass. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the procrastinate the, the lead villain's um home in this one was effectively in a way a TARDIS. Yeah. I wondered if that's how the concept of dimensional space started. Well that also leaked into slightly with the Oscar Wilde one. Yeah, the, that's the one with the, the library. library. Yeah. 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 The mm. you know keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. Where every possible book yeah. existed in every painting and yeah. Yeah. Very clever idea. And as they point out, that's great, but you need somebody then to go through and pick out the coherent gems yeah. in there and mm. a bit like having a block of wood or something yeah. carving stuff potential. away. Yeah, a block of, block of wood is the potential. You need yeah. to pick out the, yeah, yeah, exactly. the carvings. Yeah. And this is the one that the sixth doctor comes in. This is to. where he, he comes to the fore and it's revealed really, although us as the listeners know who it is, but it's revealed to the characters. The end of the previous, end of episode three, yeah. We, yeah. he yeah. says he's the doctor. Yeah. yeah, He kind of lets them figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the way it ended though with Jago and Lightfoot going well, into the TARDIS to join the Doctor on yeah, adventure. This, yeah. this is it. The the basically the where Jay Gowan Lightfoot stands is the epilogue of the last disc is the prologue for the next disc. Um. So the next series they're in the TARDIS, are they? Mm-hmm. No. I think well the, you have two single standalone stories with them in the TARDIS, and yep. then the doctor doctor drops them safely back to the Red Tavern oh. in nineteen sixty six. Yeah. So the the next box set is set in the sixties. Yeah. So they are having fun with the characters. They 
they are. Oh, yeah. They are. Yeah. They, they, as I said, they, they've expanded them quite a lot. Because I did wonder them. when I... This is one of the things that put me off going to them, is whilst I loved the characters, I wondered how much you could have done with them in that one time stream where they wouldn't either start to become boring or have to parody themselves. Yeah. Well, they, they have played around with the characters a lot, and they've also added a couple of second fiddles. The hostess of the Red Tavern, Ellie yes. Higson, mm-hmm. who's a proper little Cockney sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Played by Lisa Bowman. Yep. Yep. And you also have... In, he was in Tellings of Wang Triang, who's just an yep. inspector quick, but he's got promoted to sergeant in the, the box sets. Ah. He was a PC, wasn't he, in Talons? Then yeah. he went sergeant. Right, yeah. Yeah. Then he went to inspector. He, yeah, I, I, think, I think I've yet to have inspector quick. Oh, OK. Because yeah. that's, that's the point I've reached. G- given that he keeps relying on Jago and Lightfoot to solve all his problems. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little unfair he's getting all these uh, promotions, really. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. It just reminds me of in, uh, Inspector Lestrade. Exactly, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And they've yeah. also, I think there's one or two, they introduced Patsy as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the, the beginning of Talons of Wing Chang where you have that wife? Oh, I haven't seen anything like it in all oh, my um, puff. Uh, <laughs> they, they reintroduced that character in a couple uh, of box sets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if they explicitly say it's her. I think there may be an issue. I, I'm not sure, but certainly... Yeah, the, they heavily imply it's her. Yeah, the vocal patterns and yeah. all my puff is used. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously a different accent. Common term. expression back then. But Common I'm, I'm expression. Know, but, but that's where your mind goes to first. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, if yeah, they are. they did not at all run out of steam with them. Oh they, God, no, no, they all of them. I think are really good. Yeah, I have yeah. to say, if you haven't heard, I, I've heard the odd one or two. Like I have heard the mahogany murders and the voyage to Venus, I think it was. But I've really enjoyed this box set, and I think if you wanted a good box set to jump into, yeah. this is actually a really good one because the four stories are all different enough, but you've got a thread through them. Mm. They're very engaging to the characters, and having Leela there is also, yeah. as you say, it's a very strong reminder of talents of Wang Chiang. Uh, I don't think you necessarily need to re- hear the ones before or afterwards if you didn't want to. Not it's particularly. The, the only problem I would say with that is just on the epilogue for the first story, mm. you'll be confused because it's part of the last story in the last box set. Yeah, yeah. What, what they tend to do is a final scene or two yeah. of a box yeah. set sets mm-hmm. up the next box set. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so if, you, if you put it in and listen to it from the start, you might be confused until the beginning of the music, until yeah. The, yeah. it starts proper. Yeah, you think you've missed some tracks. Yeah, you think you've missed something because you're sort of entering it in the middle of something. Yeah. But thoroughly enjoy I was listening to them while I was doing some minutes this afternoon and I started to get annoyed when people were talking to me. Because I, was getting, I was enjoying them. Yeah, great characters. And it's really good that they did manage to bring them back. Yeah, mm. yeah and it's nice to see that Jago still has his uh, penchant for alliteration. Oh, yes. lovely. And now, dear listeners, for your delight and delectation, we present another right rivering, rambunctious, roistering round of things in five words. Rivering. <laughs> rivering. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> oh, I'll put me teeth You've in You've just again. been okay. schooled on speaking by him. Maybe it's going to do a river song, I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, you could have a good... Damn good rivering. <laughs> the doctor did for 27 did. years. Oh, yeah. 24 nights. Yeah. 24 years. Go on then, Adam. Let's have your first one. Okay. PhD's big round hairy pear. <laughs> Is that Princess Leia? Something about her. Her hair. Her buns. Her buns. Her buns. <laughs> that conjures up so many mental images. 
does. That's wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Toast, sunshine, hoovering and extermination. Oh. Toast, sunshine, hoovering and extermination. A week's leave. <laughs> <laughs> a week's holiday. <laughs> Would it be the yellow tebby tu- Teletubby Daleks? It is the Teletubby Daleks. Oh. 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 Yeah. Prissy, shiny yellow, mechanical man. C-3PO? C-3PO. Golden, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, golden, golden was too easy. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on then, Crumbles. Cursor in Tron ripoff. Cursor in Tron ripoff. That's only four words for a start. Pixels. No. Uh, oh, no, what? that is Auto Man. Yes. Yeah, actually, I think what it's called. Still only four words. No, it's five. Ripoff's one word. No. Hyphenated. <laughs> <laughs> it's still five. Yeah, what's called Cursor? Yeah, when Auto Man called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cursor. It was called Cursor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the little. Go on then, Gene. Mm, that's it. Right. Alphabetically fighting third from last. X Men. No. Ooh. Alphabetically fighting, fighting third, third from, from last. last. Third from last. Is it something to do with X? Could be. Because X is third from last. Mm. Alphabetically fighting. Is this going to be something that we're going to throw things at you for? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Alphabetically... Is it actually a thing or is this just a, a general thing. puzzle thing? Is it a person? Okay. Is it a person? <laughs> no, it's a thing. A thing? Okay. Mm. What, as in a, a thought? No, an idea? As in a physical thing. <laughs> a physical thing that is alphabetically fighting third from last. Well, the X-Wing. Is... Yes. Okay. X-wing fighter. <laughs> That's very good, actually. Well done. <laughs> Seem to have a Star Wars theme going. Yep. Go on then, Adam. Okay. Broken by hooded lost doctor. Broken by hooded lost the internet. No, no. Yeah. Yes, but no. <laughs> uh, broken by hooded lost doctor. Yeah. Would this be the... violently broken? I think. Ooh. Would this be the male run of doctors? No. No. <laughs> Anything to do with our current incarnation to come? Um, our current one to come. Ms. Witaka. Yeah, it is. It is. So, oh. broken by 13th... Sorry, say again. Broken by hooded lost doctor. Male dominance. <laughs> no, Ooh, no, no, no. Hardest no. key? No. Is is this the film Attack the Block? The 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 monster there. I can't. No, no I have no, yet no. to see that. I've got no, it. No, no. It is something from the little short we've seen. Ah, uh, a, a twig. A twig. Tread on a twig at the beginning. A twig. Violently. I was going to say that broken gap in the wall. Uh. Yeah, she saw the TARDIS through. Him. Okay, vodka drinker predicts coming boom. Ah, ah, ah Ivanova. Yes, there you go. Boom tomorrow. No yeah. boom today. Boom today. Yeah. Boom tomorrow. Right, this one should be as easy as the last one. Blue face of Adam's desire. Uh, nebula. 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 That's right. somewhat kinky. <laughs> right, here's another kinky one. Oh, God. Uh, is it moving related? Is it going to have five words? <laughs> yes. Chinese Golden Gimp Mask. Chinese guarding gimp mask. Chinese god in gimp oh, mask. Oh, Chinese Wing god train. in China. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it out of the way early. <laughs> okay. Not an MD, but intruder. Not an MD, but intruder. Mm. Doogie Howser. No. Ooh. Intruder window. So, so someone oh. is a pretending to be a doctor. It's a specific MD. Yeah. That's quite famous. Mm. Not an MD, but an intruder. And again, you're going to kick me when... Mm. <laughs> Anal intruder. So not an MD. Took and us two is... hours to get the smile off yeah. your This eyes. is telly. <laughs> yes, they're both telly. Good. This is film? No. TV series? 
They're both from TV. Both references mm. are from TV series. Are they um, from the same TV series? No. Is it? Oh. Well, how are they linked then? By name. Ah, mm. gotcha. So not not an MD, but Intruder. Oh, it's not their new series. Uh, Jodie Whittaker's in. <laughs> no. Trust me. It's tomorrow night. Hmm. Not an MD, but Intruder. Is Chris Marshall? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think of another Ooh. famous MD, TV MD, M- medical doctor. Same Quincy! No. <laughs> too old. Oh. Um, Dr. Kildare. Doogie, ha- Doogie Hauser. No, too old. Dr. Kildare. Hugh Laurie. Too old. House. House. Oh. Hugh Laurie. Not an MD, but an intruder. intruder. Burglar. House. 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 Idris was taken out the TARDIS, so House could invade the TARDIS. <laughs> Not an MD, but a Truder. House. <laughs> what? No, I see where she's coming yeah, from. You yeah, you get it. I get it. I get it. She comes out with some witch. <laughs> the, 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 the bad guy of the I got wife. it. Yeah. I got ah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's called House. Ah. And he's Intruder in turn. God, I don't actually, know why I bought that. Was actually, very, very good. <laughs> that was very Clever. good, intelligent, witty. But you're doing it to this group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's lost on us. Stop <laughs> doing smart things. things. Do you know nothing yet? It makes our head hurt. Okay. Look, the moomin started nutting the books. <laughs> Speaking of heads, oh, oh yeah. Oh, we haven't said hello to our head resident head. No, no. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Graham. Hello, Newman nutting the encyclopedia. Yep. We saw Graham's Tar- cousin. Na- Nazi Spock. Ooh. Did we? On Saturday. Do you that remember? was a horse. No, no, no. When we went to go into the Geraldton, there was a lady that was looking there after was. a cousin of Graham's. Yeah. It wasn't and a direct cousin. It was, a, it was a British related cousin, but there was a little dragon saying, oh, wait a second. Was a, it was a relation of Terence, not Graham's. Yeah, we did go to this. We did go to the jousting on Saturday, oh, yeah. which was all things Renaissance. It was medieval. medieval. It was amazing stuff, yep. and we came away with two knitted stuffed Daleks. Yeah. <laughs> and we got wet. <laughs> Boy, did we precipitated ever so slightly. This is England. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know it's bad when the soldiers are going nowhere near an open field because they're covered in metal mm, and yep. it's about to thunder and lightning. <laughs> It was. We yeah. had bombs of lightning. As, as I said on a couple of occasions, one of the foot soldiers in the battle rear neckment looked like a Sontaran. He did. <laughs> had no neck. How's he smell? Terrible. Terrible. And now, dear listeners, we present you a retrospective of season 10. Of Doctor Who. Of Doctor Who. <laughs> Okay, season 10. Series 10. Series 10. Series 10. <laughs> when did they become series instead of seasons? You know, it's series for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I still maintain it's wrong. It should be season. Series 10 <laughs> anyway. can be summed up in one sentence. Brilliant. Yep. Fantastic from beginning to end, except the three-parter in the middle, which was not good. <laughs> <laughs> How many words was that? Fair enough. That, that's no, that's one sentence. That's the review of season 10. Yep. So what do we do for the next 11 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the first part of that three-parter, but it just never went anywhere. Yeah. It's not a bad hit rate, really, is it? No, no. I, I think it's been more of a... It's been more coherent than previous... See what Moffat happens when Stephen Moffat stops trying hard. <laughs> well, I just I think the introduction of Bill, Bill was just yeah. perfect. She was a perfect mm. companion. She was brilliant. 
and she helped make some of the uh, the weaker stories. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Capaldi was well on his game. You notice the pronunciation of Capaldi there <laughs> was, was well on his game. I think he was, it was one of his, pro- probably his best season as the Doctor. And the two of them together... Yeah, just gelled. I think Bill was going to be you know, sort of different from the rest because she didn't come out with a stock phrase, oh, it's bigger on the inside. She said, oh, you've had a knock through. Mm. They, yeah, they always trying to do something different with that. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason Bill worked, as Bill worked, is because she wasn't linchpin to the season yeah. story mm. arc, yeah. mm. which obviously Clara was to the detriment of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 7B. She, yeah. W- yeah, she was starting to eclipse the Doctor. In yeah, the it was refreshing. Although Bill was was in effect part of the story arc from the beginning to the end but we don't see it to the end it, kind of well it's her, kind of she it, was saved she was saved incidental. it did make a nice change to actually be Doctor Who with a companion mm. rather than the yeah. companion who with a doctor and yeah. I was quite pleasantly surprised with how well Nardo was dealt with particularly as some of the stories were written when he didn't exist mm. <laughs> hence why he was shuffled off in TARDIS Barely and stuff it, like yeah. that I, I think like a lot of people weren't sure if he was going to be in there for comedy element which to an extent he was but it wasn't overplayed I thought it was actually quite handled quite well yeah. Mm. yeah I think in this season Bill was the very an- the antithesis of uh, Clara I mean sort of Clara was very much craving adventure whereas Bill she wanted to just you know just um, sort of forge her own path and when the doctor turned up it's you know, sort of, I mean I got the impression oh okay I'll tag along it's all- yeah, so Monday mm. to Friday it's my stuff mm. travel stuff is at weekends yeah, but- yeah. <laughs> that was very similar to Clara arranging to meet him on Certain, Wednesdays certainly the beginning mm. but what I liked about it is I think they both bounced off each other. Yeah. There is there is good chemistry between mm. both the mm-hmm. both the leads. Yep. With the Monday to Friday stuff with Clara, that was adhered to. Mm. But with Bill, it didn't. The Doctor ignored that and it overlapped. Yeah. And mm. hence yeah. the episode's like, knock, knock. You've dropped me off now. Go mm. away. Oh, and no, this is interesting. The Pope yeah. in her bedroom. The Pope that in her bedroom. That was so <laughs> funny. I didn't oh. like the three-parter, but that was the best was, bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if one of the reasons why the three-parter in some ways didn't gel right... Because is, it didn't It didn't have... A, no everyone knows a good story has a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. 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 And that didn't. The other reason... Why I was just going to say, I wonder one one of the reasons why it didn't gel right in this season was because most of the other season, other episodes, were in some way or other a hark back to old stories or to earlier parts of this Doctor Who. So we had we didn't have the Ark in Space, but we had the relatives of the Ark in Space people in Smarna. So not not necessarily overtly. I think the most overt one was the Empress of Mars. But those three episodes didn't really hark back to anything else. And I don't mean that in a negative I, I manner. Dis- I disagree. I think those three episodes, we agree, we didn't think much of them at all. But the other episodes, I think there was just good, solid storytelling. Oh, they were. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that made the difference. I think the reason why those three episodes didn't gel and didn't seem to conform with the beginning, middle and end is because they were each written by a separate person. That's Mm. what we said Mm. before. It just didn't... But you think between them, they're all very, very talented people. They could have come up with something better than that. Mm. If they they all put their heads together. Great ideas in the first episode, Mm. completely forgotten in episodes two and three. And (laughs) yeah, episode three was kind of, yeah, let's just finish it. And I know sometimes because everything's done in 45 minutes now the stories do have to conclude fairly quickly and you don't always get a lot of answers like you did in the real season but I think 
the lie of the land took that to the extreme. Totally. (laughs) You had some really good stuff going on with the whole um, thinking this might be the end for Bill. And then it's suddenly like, yeah, okay, that's happened. And now the reset button. Everyone's happy. Everyone's, you know, Mm. it just, yeah, it was as if it was suddenly, Mm. there used to be a joke that Terence Dix would write target books to 125 pages, then stop. (laughs) And that was the equivalent. Yeah. 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 I like, you didn't have one thing going on this. You had a, we had the unknown story arc of Bill and her girlfriend that Um, comes to light at the end. I have a problem yeah. with it calling that an arc. Yeah, it's yeah. Really an arc. Well, it's I won't say an arc, it but just, it, well, it's, it's a kind get of Get out of jail free. It, yeah. Yeah, it's it a get out of jail first free. episode and the last episode. And sorry, we disagree it, on this, because it wasn't an it wasn't an arc at all. Not you, with yeah. him. Um, <laughs> it wasn't an arc at all. It was like sh- um, using a gun in the third act and making sure you show it in the first act. Yeah, That's what that was. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I disagree. It's a case of I've written myself into a corner. Christ, how am I going to get out of it? But you had that whole thing going on on one hand. You also then had the whole thing about what's in... For the first half, what's in the vault. Yeah. Yeah. Then Mm. for the second half, trying to get through to the nice side of Missy... If she ever had one, no, she didn't. <laughs> um, to take us up to the finale, so I quite like the fact that in this series, the the story arc, as it per se, was out there to be seen, but it wasn't it wasn't intrusive in the way it has been in sometimes in mm. the past. He's had adventures and had to come home to look after the vault, and then Missy comes with them on their adventures. Mm. Whereas before, I've had the feeling sometimes that they've had to shoehorn the actual arc into the stories. Yeah. Whereas mm. this, that the arc just did what it should do. It floated in around the stories, but they're still enjoyable in their own right. Going back to the very, uh, the very first season of the of New Who. Uh, Rose's, Rose's season. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back, Bad Wolf. That was some of the um, the way they shoehorned the word Bad Wolf in were yeah. quite embarrassing. They were well, yeah. so it was rather, bleeding it was obvious, obvious, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so because I didn't notice the word Bad Wolf until quite late into the season. Quite late. I noticed Torchwood. It didn't work so well with Torchwood. But with Bad Wolf, I think that was more of a natural progression. No, because things like, um, this is Bad Wolf 1 going, Bad Wolf again. (laughs) And it's just because we didn't know at that point what Bad Wolf was. But Mm. it was just, it seemed to be everything, every strange thing that happened had to be a Bad Wolf thing. I I kind of thought Bad Wolf in the first season was their equivalent of the Acme Corporation. Yeah. (laughs) That they decided they needed to have a a name for a business or a, a... amalgamation mm. that was out there and it yeah, was the Bad Wolf Society or what yeah, have you. Yeah. yeah, going back to the uh, finale of the uh, sort of last two seasons, even though the finale of this season was rather sort of twee and rather lovey-dovey between Bill and her uh, aquatic lover. <laughs> Puddle Girl. <laughs> Puddle Girl, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I found that a lot more palatable than um, yeah, sort of how Clara's you know, sort of left Oh, here. yes. Mm. I mean, mm. sort of having... They ended t- up in a very similar place but it was much better done. <laughs> well, with, with, uh, as I say, sort of the thought of two, yeah. the thought of two undead people going around the, uh, going around the universe in a, in a, well, basically in a stolen TARDIS. Puddle Girl was the ultimate happy ending for well, Bill. Well, and I know you disagree. I thought it was it was romantic, it was sweet. She came to rescue her and yeah, she gets she gets to have this this amazing love affair for I, I, I find it difficult to make off in, in another I find it difficult to equate Puddle Girl that we saw her as she ended up, between Puddle Girl repeating everything we said and being a hollow carved out shell that's been replaced by the computer program for the ship. It was two completely different characters. 
No, I disagree. But we've we've argued about this before. Yeah. That's why you're sleeping mm. in the shed at the moment. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. With Boris. Because you, you oh. have no romance in your soul. <laughs> oh. It was nice to see some old friends or enemies yes. in this season. Alpha Centauri was... Yeah. yeah. I think there was yeah. a, a certain age group that as soon as we heard that... <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Make, yeah. Making sort of like squeaky noises across yeah. the country yeah. and then yeah. probably other kids, people going, what? what? Well, and they then looking it up on... It was just another character. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but it didn't matter to them. But wondering was... why any one of the older generation yeah. with them was going very, very silly. Um, and I thought the way they handled the original Mondosian Cybermen was really nice. Oh, God, and yeah. also yeah. the yeah. way... Part one. Yeah, and also the way they've handled very quickly by his whole thing while the Doctor's running through the forest, why we can now have Mondosian Cybermen and we can have alternative Earth Cybermen mm-hmm. all in this. Because for a while I was sitting there thinking, how are they going to make this all tie yeah. in? Mm. Yeah. But I think they did that they were, quite they cleverly were own, just with yeah, that little They were bit. their own entities. They were just Mondosian style. Yeah. Mm. I also like the fact that, yet again, and he never learns, the Doctor never learns, when a companion wants to go and see something, hmm. be it their father's death, because she's some kind of weird freak, <laughs> or the Ninth Legion, uh-huh. you say, no, read a history book. You, you, you don't go and find these things, because it never ends well. But he never learns. Yeah, he should have learned that from the Romans, really, shouldn't he? Really should have done. And I also, like, I also like the little tip of the hat to the reliability of the TARDIS, going into the future and then straight back to the college going nowhere near uh, the Thames and London. Yes. <laughs> I think whilst there was a lot of stories in this season that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I quite liked Oxygen, I think my favourite one out of the whole season that I would happily watch time and time again, so to speak, was Empress of Mars. It mm. just felt like a really classic Doctor Who episode. Yeah. And because it was a steam, steampunk episode. It was also a steampunk episode, but it had the right mix of gothic info. Mm. It reminded me of the gothic era stories. It mm. had an element of humour in it. You had some right persons of unmarried parentage in it that you could easily <laughs> spot. And it, it just sort of like, for me, summed up being a really good episode. I just thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. My favourite was Smile. All I right, could just yeah. watch that one over and over and over again. I love the little robots. I love the logic behind them going a little bit loopy. <laughs> and I also like the Doctor making a mistake, realising he's made a mistake and frantically trying to correct yeah, but, it. But you mm. also said that it gives you nightmares when Capaldi, Capaldi smiled at you. You uh, said it. You said it wrong. You said it wrong. You said it, wrong. Yeah. You said it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> when Capaldi smiled at you. Because the way he did, mm. he, went, he went all eyes and yeah, teeth. Eyes and teeth and eyebrows. Yeah. He does do eyes, teeth and eyebrows. I mean, I'd have to say my favourite one was uh, Oxygen. That was that good. That was Mm. probably my second favourite. Don't know which my favourite is. I quite like Thin Ice, Mm. but oh, Thin Ice was really good, and I also like the Ninth Legion, what the Lost Legion. The Lost Legion one, I was to me that wasn't that was a space. It wasn't weak. God, it it wasn't as weak Mm. as the other the three parts. It just didn't capture me quite as much Mm. as the others did. A space station that's been taken over by zombies. Yeah. And uh, the thought of a corporation that jealously holds all its oxygen supplies. I, I mm. liked the idea nice. of it. Besides, it was very good. besides the three-parter, I loved them all enormously. But if you're going to have to pinhole me and butt me down, I will say world enough in time. I think I'm going to say mm. the same, actually. Mm-hmm. It was damn good. Yeah. 
the biggest problem with that is the second part. Yes. That lets you down I'm, badly. I, um, I am not denying that. I'm ignoring that. Yeah. <laughs> but if, you, part, if you're pinning me down to an episode. Yeah. It's yeah. good to have a season where everyone's got different favourites because there were so it many is. strong yeah. stories in yeah. it. Because yeah. quite often it's a case of everyone quite likes that one and that one and the rest are okay. Yeah. This is actually really balanced. There's gothic horror in there for those that love our gothic horror stories. There's puddle romance. There's puddle <laughs> romance. There's alien spaceship ones. There's historical. It, it was a really good mixed bag of a mm. series. And I think that's to an extent what some of the series have missed. Yeah. Not so much the story arc bit, which if it's wedged in with a hammer really annoys me sometimes, but there hasn't always been that much of a, a difference between the types of stories and the locations mm. they've been, you know, I and think that you who's very good at that, generally. Mm. Much better than old two, particularly things like the Pertwee era, the <laughs> yeah. Troughton yeah. era, who I think yeah. just per- did the same stories over and over the, again. The Pertwee era was kind of like locked in on that <laughs> yeah. one. Mm. Like, it I think was, it's much better, so it's much better now because Tennant and Eccleston it seemed to be all London. Yeah. But not so much now. That's what I mean. There seems to be more variety of types of stories in this season than there has been for a while. I don't know. That's because Jackie Tyler was the... (laughs) But no, I I think (laughs) other than the Dr Donna season, this is possibly... I like the first season. I I really like the first season and I love bits in there. But I think my favourite season would probably be the Dr Donna season, closely followed by this season. Mm. It was damn good. I would say that, although for the most part the story is all really good, I don't think for me there are any which really will go down as classics. The closest <laughs> being maybe that first part of the Sideman 2 part. Yeah. Mm. But the others, they're all really good, really strong, but will I think in retrospect in five years' time that they're that great? I'm not sure I will. Gotcha. But time will tell. Downer. Time and, tell. Well, they, they, of course, they lead us to the very, very uh, interesting beginning of the end. Mm, yeah. Yes. And our, our last story with Mr. Peter. It's because you, you said Mr. Peter because you still can't remember <laughs> how to pronounce his surname. Oh, like Mr. Capaldi. No! no! How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love winding up. <laughs> um, but I did like the way there was some lovely little throwbacks in terms of him lying on the TARDIS floor, very much in the third Doctor pose with the red cape and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. set up for a female Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. even at the time, it seemed like they're teasing us with this, but well, they, they can't know, really I mean did... it, can they? They're just trying to... When, when we were watching it, from, that, at that point, you shouted out, like, that's, that's it, it, it's going to be a I woman. Think, <laughs> was it the bit where he's sitting on the bench with Bill and they're eating yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. There's that line yeah. about it. I did like the way you actually finished this season. So she went off love it or hate it with her, yeah. her yeah. lover and that after crying on him. And then he comes out of the TARDIS into the snow and mm. you leading into that Christmas story. It flowed, but it did do a nice end from one season into that last story. I thought the break mm. was quite good between the two. And left me really, the way they brought beginning of the bringing in the first doctor it really did leave me going ah i want to see this episode now (laughs) while i remember i'm completely off track Hmm. i think we need to buy i said i mentioned this to Jean. we need to buy a card and send it to jodie whittaker wishing her the best yes okay yeah if we can find that um that one with the, the decorators 
Okay. Yeah. Paid us 50 quid to decorate yeah. this yeah. Police, police box. box yeah. yeah, I'm sure I can find one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it would be nice. Stapling a head of Pertwee card in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, all in all, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this season and I yes. think it was also mm, yes. a good season. I got the feeling that Peter Capaldi was really, really... You're just doing it on purpose now, you utter cow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you, sometimes you just get that feeling... Dead to me. <laughs> and I get the feeling he was really enjoying it. I know he'd always yeah. wanted to do the the um, Tenth Planet Cybermen, and you just yeah. got that came through the fact you got that, that you got that fun. feeling for his entire tenure as the Doctor. Yeah, that I, he was thoroughly enjoying it. What I can say about it's the same feeling I got with Matt Smith. I've always thought that Capaldi has had been the Doctor the whole time. Yes, but. With the Matt Smiths, I wish we had another season because I think he mm. got it right. I want another season with Capaldi because he's got it right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thing is, I wonder. I mean, like I, like I said yeah. to you, you off you hear of some of the doctors from ten and onwards regretting not staying for one more year yeah. after they've quit mm. because it is the best job in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so the, the toughest tenant, job in the world. Mm. The tenant mm. says, "I've got to go now, otherwise you'll be pulling the key from my cold dead hand." <laughs> yep. yeah. 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 yeah, that's a danger. Yeah. If you renew your contract, they probably want more than one year. Yeah. 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 You will end up again with the Tom Baker comedy half hour. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. I'd like to say you've been writing to us, but you haven't. <laughs> you just you just didn't. I've got this one that says oh. nothing. Green. No. So we're not going to read any feedback. Because no. quite frankly, you don't deserve it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so Crumbly, lead us out. Oh. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Foreshortened. (laughs) Cut off in its prime. Yes, you could send feedback if you want to, though. Mm, You could. Please. You could send them to show at staggeringstories.net. Please. (laughs) So you need to start again. Sad, lonely people. Especially Keith. (laughs) Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear. Be afraid. (laughs) Very afraid. (laughs) There'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that... Q. Quintessential. Queer. Quickening. Quisitive. A quicksand. Querulous. Comes qualloping. What? <laughs> qualloping a word? It is now. It sounds like the noise quicksand would make as it rolls down a hill. Sort of qualloping. Qualloping. <laughs> quivering. Quality productions. <laughs> Very good. Comes quivering towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Quality. Goodbye. <laughs> Au revoir. Bye-bye. <laughs>been listening to the staggering stories podcast series one number 269 featuring adam j purcell andy simpkins fake keith gene riddler and the real keith dunn the views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site no copyright infringement is intended and this is an el presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net Just with the maniac laugh, to be honest. <laughs> maniac laugh. Yeah. I just go for the maniac laugh and then straight in. Straight into the music. Maybe. I think that would perfectly. Yeah, just have that, have that over the music, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it anything else. Yeah, just have the... And this. <laughs> <laughs> You're a 
strange little boy. I know. A lot of people saw it. Hewell Bennett. Dead. Dead. Uh, he shrunk. What happens after death? Yeah. Stop it. She shrunk. My font. <laughs> That's what you call it. Mm. I'm not quite sure I understand what's going on. This <laughs> is tasty. Don't lick things. Why not? It's fun. Okay. I see. <laughs> Oh. Stupid thing won't work. Ah, there you go. All I needed to do was shout at it. <laughs> well, obviously. There you go. Isn't that the modern equivalent of hitting it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I was in Sainsbury's yesterday and uh, they had a whole shelf of DVDs. As testing goes, that's <laughs> No, no, no. I was in Sainsbury's <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and one Depressing two, place. One, and I was, I, was, I was terribly, terribly drunk. <laughs> no, they had I was, a, I was foddling the mangoes. <laughs> You're they fodling. had a whole shelf full of 80s DVDs. Yeah, like, That's called the DVD section. Yeah, I know, but yeah, just bad 80s series. Yeah, things like Manimal and Auto Man. Yeah. What was oh. wrong with Manimal? <laughs> what was right with Manimal? <laughs> it had animals in it. And men. Yes. <laughs> Two things a teenage girl is interested in. <laughs> and Airwolf. Airwolf. Oh, my mum used to love Airwolf. Was that was it Jam Michelle Vincent, wasn't it? Jam yeah. Michael Vincent. Yeah, yeah. He was hunky. Two six nine. <laughs> Two six nine. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he uh, done for wife beating? Oh, she mm. probably. Did. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. Oh. <laughs> Over the outtakes. <laughs> no, no, that's going to go into the introduction. <laughs> Are we going to do Jay go first? I slept through it. Review the um, last season. We do Jago first, then, and then you can wake up for the um, review of the Doctor. Try try not to snore like you did Mm. last time, Uh. or do impersonations of the Demi Gorgon. My wife has just picked her nose at the pen and then and eaten, eaten it. it. She looks like something out of the last episode of Blackadder. Wibble. <laughs> oh, wibble. Stick wibble. two pencils up your nose. Anyway, that was things in five words. Yes, wasn't it just? <laughs> Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views is. I'm doing that again because I even got it out of order. You should come second. I always do. <laughs> yes, he's a gentleman. 